Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. This is First Lady Evangelist Teacher, Student of the Word of God, Danielle Wilson, with the good news, the good news of the glorious gospel. Isn't God good? Excuse me. God is always good to Israel, always good to his people. No matter what's going on in our lives, no matter who comes, no matter who goes, glory to God. God is always good to his people because God is still on the throne. No matter what it looks like, glory to God, no matter what our enemies may be trying to tell us or discourage us with, we know that we win, hallelujah, because we're on the winner's side. We're on God's side, and on God's side, we win, hallelujah, glory to God. Well, I pray that your morning is going well, that you had a wonderful night last night, wonderful sweet sleep upon last night, glory to God. God woke you up this morning with the activity of your limbs, thank you, Jesus, a reasonable portion of health, thank you, Lord, glory to God, in your right mind, God is so awesome, he is such a fabulous, awesome, wonderful God, I just can't say it enough, how good God has been in my life. He has been a wonder in my life. I was uh, at service this past Sunday, and and they sang a song on how God does miracles so well. And I was sure to God continues. He just continues to bring miracles into my life. Glory to God. And I pray that that's the same thing that God is doing in your life. And he will and he can as long as saints. As long as we keep our trust in God, keep your trust in God, not in the circumstances, not in the situation, glory to God, absolutely not in people. Thank you, Jesus, because people are fallible. People, you know, they'll fail you in any given moment, time, you know, any little thing that comes their way, glory to God, they'll be with you, you know, at 2 o'clock and any little thing, you know, that comes their way by 202, glory to God, they'll turn their back on you and talking about you and, you know, so we don't put, therefore, we do not put our trust in man. But we put our trust in an everlasting, ever-loving, never-changing God. And I'm glad God is not like man. Because if God was like man, a lot of us would have been gone a long time ago. (laughs) Society would be like really, really empty. Glory to God. The streets, the jobs, thank you, Jesus, the grocery stores. Hallelujah, the filling stations, God, I thank you. There will be like a lot less people, a lot less of us walking around in the world if God was like man. And I thank God that he's not like man. Glory to God. I appreciate God for that. Another thing that we have to continue to do in our daily walk, listening saints, is to forgive those that have trespassed against us, that God may forgive us of our trespasses, and that we may walk in freedom and in love, glory to God, and doing the things that God is calling for us to do. Therefore, if you're not forgiving your enemy or a brother, 
or a sister that has trespassed against you? Don't you? Do you not know that you're stuck down there in that muck and that mire with them? But because the saints, because we forgive them, glory to God, we release them in forgiveness. It frees us as saints of God to go on in the things of God because we don't have time to be down in that mud and that junk and that, you know, murk and mire that that person has uh, done or created, glory to God, in their lives because of trespassing against you or against us. So we forgive. That's a word for somebody. That's a continual ever-feeding, ever-needing word for First Lady Danielle. I constantly feed on that word that God has given so uh, so uh, uh, greatly and, and uh, superbly in his word for us to forgive. That is the word that I continue to feed on constantly because of the goodness of the Lord, because of what it does for me. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And the Bible tells us to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. You know, I'm not sure exactly how the Holy Ghost is going to take me today, but I'm going to allow the Holy Ghost to lead and to guide me into all truth. Glory to God. Um, Our church offers 501c3 services. It's a tax-exempt service. And we had a young man that was referred to us called upon uh, yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. Well, actually, his number was given to us, and I reached out to him to call, you know, to talk with him about his 501c3. And he had shared that, um, you know, he was grieving his wife. He had lost his wife the same month a year ago, and I had no knowledge of that. And I'm like, your wife, you know, your wife, you lost your wife. I could feel it. It was like, and I tell you, saints of God and listening audience, being led by the spirit of God, truly, we are the sons of God. When we're led by the Spirit of God, if that man did not cry out to God and release a lot of grief, a lot of pain, glory to God, a lot of anger, I mean, he just wailed unto God. And, you know, just think, I'm here in Texas, and if I'm not mistaken, he's in Arizona uh, or Nebraska. He's in Nebraska. Um, Therefore, the Holy Ghost, it goes, the, the Holy Ghost can go where we can't. I couldn't go to Nebraska, you know, but the Holy Ghost went to Nebraska, glory to God, in me, and ministered and just ushered him into praying and releasing that prayer and wailing unto God. And, you know, he had stated there for a whole year he was unable to do that. To let go and just let just let go and just let God just wash him and cleanse him and renew him. He had, they have uh, three children. He had built a house and you know he had to stay strong for his children. They couldn't see him cry. And um, for me to have called him at that particular time on that particular day, for God to have His way in that man's life, glory to God, was an honor to me. I could hear it and and then I could hear how God. Was saying how God loves him and God cares for him, and I shared that and ministered that to him as he was crying out to God. Being led by God, 
being led by the Holy Ghost is the greatest guide that we can ever have. And I just appreciate God. I had had his number, like, I think for a couple of days or so, and I was relaxing and resting, and a thought came to mind to reach out and call, and I did. And lo and behold, God had his way, glory to God, in both of our lives, not just his life, to release unto God his pain and his agony, but in my life to be used of God, glory to God, on such a magnitude. I thank God for that. I I have uh, ministered before, saints, it is time for us to get in our place with God. It is time for us to stand on our post, glory to God, and stand in the place that God is calling us to. Far be it for me to minister that word to you, saints of God, and I'm not standing in in my place. I'm not standing in the stead that God is calling me to. Far be it from me, glory to God. So I am grateful unto God that I was able to call at that time and usher and minister him, uh, minister unto him into prayer, you know, to release the agony and the pain of losing his wife and, you know, and uh, what she was, you know, had done and, and was through and things of that nature. He had shared how he had loved his wife from the first time he met her, which was at 14 years old and how beautiful she was. And she was a model. I was able to see a picture of her gorgeous, Gorgeous woman, gorgeous woman, glory to God. And, um, you know, so the pain of losing someone is is a very strong, agonizing pain. And to be uh, a catalyst for God to uh, help those that need whatever kind of help that they may need. God said, I am that I am. I am whatever you need at that time. And saints, we are agents of God. We are ministers of God. We are actually, you know, we have the creation of God in us. We are the only God that some people will ever see or hear. Glory to God. So we have to make sure that, you know, we keep our vessels clean and we stand on the post that God has preordained for us to be on. I just thank God for that so much. God is just so good. He's an awesome, awesome God. So to be led by the Spirit of God is absolutely where we want to be. And what we want to be doing is to be led by the Spirit of God. I thank God for that. After the young man had had cried unto God and released all the agony, I could feel he was able to breathe. I could feel it. I could feel the Holy Ghost releasing breath, new breath, new life within his body. And he was able to breathe. And I ministered that word to him and, you know, shared with him. I'm like, you can breathe now. I can feel it. I can feel you're able to breathe. And, you know, God is such an awesome God. He loves us so much, so much. And he had shared how he was a believer and, you know, he spoke in tongues and things of that nature, reaching out to God. And I was sure to we are helpers one to another. The word says that we're called to reconcile men unto God. Thank you, Jesus. We're not called for ourselves. Glory to God. We're not called just for our four and no more. Glory to God. But we are called to whomsoever God leads us to. Now, Sister Danielle, First Lady Danielle, is not called to everybody, and everybody is not called to Sister Danielle. And saints, we have to recognize that. 
you have to recognize that God has a set people that are just waiting for us, waiting for you to go forward in the things that God is calling you to do. And there again, it is not about us. Glory to God. It's about God and the work that God has preordained for our lives. Glory to God. Building his kingdom. Hallelujah. Tearing down the enemy's kingdom. Tearing down the enemy's ways. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I just thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It is not Danielle's power. Thank you, Jesus. It is not my mother's power. I had a praying mother. I had a powerful mother. In God, hallelujah, but it is not her power, glory to God. It is not my sister's power who's been in God for many years, glory to God. Actually, she was instrumental in me getting saved. None to my knowing, she told me, excuse me, a few, I think it was either this year or last year, how she had been praying for me that God saved me, you know, and bring me out of the streets of uh, sin and, and out of the, uh, 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 what is it, uh, party, party, out of the clubs, okay, out of the clubs, and, you know, off the streets of sin, glory to God. She actually was instrumental in praying unto God that God saved me. And, you know, but it's not my sister's power, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you. It's not my husband's power. It's not my children's power. It's the Holy Ghost power, glory to God, that leads and guides us into all truth. And I magnify and I glorify God for that power. I thank God for saving me and bringing me out of darkness and into his marvelous light many, many, many years ago. You know, God is such a good God, and he's still keeping me, and he's yet elevating me, and he's still using me, and he's still blessing me, and he's still washing me, glory to God, and he's still changing me and rearranging me and, and renewing me, glory to God. That's a word for somebody. God is still changing you. He's still rearranging you. He's still washing you and making you new. Glory to God. God is a good God. That's what he does. If you ever start changing, if you ever stop being cleansed, if you ever been made new, you are no longer alive. You are no longer moving forward. You have become stuck. You're, you're at a standstill. Now, mind you, sometimes God does have us kind of stand still. <clears throat> Excuse me, to see his salvation. But if you're stuck in something, that is not God. God does not stick his people in things. If we're standing still, it's because he's working on us, or he's working on a situation, or he's working on glory to God, a circumstance, glory to God, hallelujah. But God does not have his people stuck in the mire and the muck. We are always, he is a forward-moving God. He is a progressive, ever-going-forward God. He is not a God that looks back. He's a God that looks forward, glory to God, because he has a preordained destiny for his people, glory to God. Paul said he does not look back, glory to God, but he presses forward, thank you, Jesus, to the things of God. And I just thank God for that forward press, forward press. We don't look back on things that we came from. I'm, uh, let's see, how did, he, how did he say it? There was a minister uh, Pastor John Gray, I tell you, God is just an awesome God. He knows how to bring his people uh, up in the forefront at his appointed time. It is not at our time. And uh, Pastor Gray said, <clears throat> excuse me, what we went through 
is not who we are, or what we went through is not our destiny. Glory to God. What we went through, this is me. He said that what we went through is not who we are. You know, back in the past when, like, we were not saved, that's not who we are. Glory to God. We are who God has created us to be, a new creature. Hallelujah. A royal priesthood, a holy nation. That's how I see myself. That's how I see Sister Danielle, First Lady Danielle Wilson, evangelist, teacher, student of the word of God, a new creature, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And there's times that I get flack on that, you know, from the enemy, um, the unforeseen, the unseen and the seen enemies. I get flack on that, um, but that's okay because I know who I am and I know whose I am. And that's a word for someone. Uh, You must know who you are in God and whose you are. We belong to God. Jesus has already paid the price. He paid a dear price. He gave his life, glory to God, that we may live again, that we may make it to heaven Hallelujah. And see him in all his glory and all his royalty. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. God is such a good God. I have a testimony. I will share it with you a little later. Right now, we're going to go to a song. Uh, Let's see. Clark Sisters, is my living in vain? This is the good news. The good news of the glorious gospel. Excuse me. That good news is, let the Holy Ghost lead and guide you into all truth. Glory to God. Lean not unto your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all of our ways. Hallelujah. And he shall guide and lead and direct us. Okay? Clark sisters, is my living in vain? I'll be right back. Stay right there. Call somebody and tell them to tune in. Email, text someone and tell them to tune in to the good news of the glorious gospel on Blog Talk Radio. I'll be right back. Okay. 
saints and listening audience of the good news of the glorious gospel. That was the Clark Sisters. Is my living in vain? No, of course not. Hallelujah. For up the road is eternal gain. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So our living is not in vain. Glory to God. Our loving is not in vain. Our preaching, our teaching, hallelujah, glory to God, is not in vain. Thank you, Jesus. Our giving is not in vain. I have a family member, uh, my auntie. She is such a cheerful giver. God bless my auntie, Aunt Janet, right now in the name of Jesus. I spoke with her a few weeks ago. She's retired now. Yay! To the retirement of my aunt. I thank God and all those that have retired, but I'm speaking of my aunt right now. God bless my auntie uh, to have retired. And she's a cheerful giver. She's always been a cheerful giver. She's always given. And, and I can recall years ago when she made mention, you know, you know, is her giving in vain? Uh, <clears throat> is her giving like... Uh, not being recognized by God. Absolutely not. No, of course not. For up the road is eternal gain. Glory to God. When we do the things of God, when we follow God's word, God's attributes, God's ways, we absolutely understand and know that up the road from doing what we're doing, will be eternal gain. Hallelujah. Like I said, that's why we're living, to live again. That's why Jesus died for us, that we may live again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm reminded, God is just so good to me. When I lived in Louisiana, which is where I was born again, filled with the Holy Ghost for the evidence of speaking in tongues, Excuse me. And I'm, I remember I was shouting, love to shout. Oh, my gosh. God is just so good. The joy of the Lord truly saints is our strength. Okay. So I'm shouting and I'm praising God. Glory to God. And, you know, I'm in the praise of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Then all of a sudden, God gave me a vision of the streets paved with gold. Hallelujah. As I was shouting them and praising God, I seen those streets. Paved with gold, hallelujah, as I was shouting, God is a good God. Those of you that know me may wonder why I praise God the way I do, why I love God the way I do, because he first loved me and he continues to love me. He continues to do great things in my life. That was awesome. There again, I wasn't thinking of heaven. I wasn't thinking of the streets of gold. I was just praising God. At that time, our ministry, um, there was a television uh, prompter. Guy was sitting on a chair. He was sitting kind of high because he was filming. And I was kind of like right next to where he was filming the television guy. And I was just praising God with my holiness. Hallelujah. With my holy self and my holy clothes. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and my holy, cute, gorgeous shoes. Thank you, Lord. And then, out of nowhere, God just just revealed the streets of gold. Thanks. Powerful. It absolutely, they absolutely uh, are there. 
They're there. The Bible speaks about the streets of gold. And he revealed them unto Sister Danielle. God is just so good. Hallelujah. He keeps on doing great things. And, you know, for those of you that may think you're the least and you're left behind and don't nobody care and don't nobody love you, and, you know, and things of that nature, I've been there. I understand. I absolutely understand. Being left out, being the underdog. Thank you, Jesus. I cry because I'm grateful to God that there again, God is not like man. And he can take a person that people thought had no anything to attribute and make that person a something and a someone to contribute great things for God and to God's people. You know, he'll make the life. This is a word for somebody. He'll make the last. He'll put you in the front line. He'll show you streets paved with gold. He'll bless you to continue to minister on a radio show that goes around the world. Glory to God. He'll open doors and make ways for you and have people ask you, I'll give you one of my nights to minister if you want. He'll make the first that thinks that they're first and get it all together and don't really need God and, you know, goes by their lips. Well, I apologize. (laughs) Their looks is what I was trying to say. goes by their looks. He'll take that person put them all the way in the back. And allow them to know and to remember and to understand that it is not we that have made ourselves, but it is God that has made us and not we ourselves. So for those of you that don't think for whatever reason much of yourself, for whatever reason, uh, family, upbringing, and, you know, whatever the reason was, you may have gotten yourself into a situation You may be in a situation that causes you to not value yourself. Know that there's a God that still sits on the throne that absolutely values you right where you are. Now, I'm not giving you a license to sin. I will never do that. I will never give you a green light. And any of my ever, ever ministering the word to you will first lady, evangelist, teacher, student of the word of God Danielle, give you a green light to sin. I will never do that because that blood will be required in my hand, and it shall not be. Hallelujah. I am not called to that. I'm not called to pat your flesh. I'm not called to let you get away, glory to God, with doing things that God is not pleased with. That is not my calling. That is what not what God has chosen me for. God has chosen me to minister the word of God in truth. And love are in love and truth, and that's absolutely what I have done and will continue to do. But God will love you right where you are, He will cause you to love yourself. And for those of you that do not know who you are, all you have to do is to ask God, Lord, show me, God, show me who I am, God, show me who you have created me to be. 
God, show me what I bring to the table. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is a good God. He's an awesome God. It rains from above. So for those of you that feel left out and feel unworthy, um, that's not God's lot in life for you. Excuse me. You're absolutely worthy of the best that God has planned and preordained for your life. For those of you that are not saved, I admonish you to get in a word-preaching church and turn your life over to God, that God may turn your life over to a better life. I admonish you to quickly do that for those of you that are not saved, because time is winding up and God is not playing. You know, I'm reminded my brother, God bless all of my brothers. I have three brothers. One's in Indianapolis, one's in Louisiana, and the youngest brother who served in the uh, Army made a career. Oh, my gosh, I never really remember where he is, but he's out of state. And I remember him saying, how did he put it? God is not doing anything free anymore. God ain't giving nothing else away, no more free. You got to go get it. Thank you, Jesus. Back in the day, you know, and he's still the same God yesterday, today, and forever, but this is a word for someone. And absolutely, God can, like, have somebody knock on your door or call you and say, hey, God put you on my heart and mind, and this is what he told me, and I'm going to come over and bless you with this, or you come and God bless you. Yes, God can still will do that. But now... As my brother said, God ain't giving nothing away free. We have to have works with our faith. We cannot just have faith alone and expect God in these days, you know, to give the blessings and the benefits of serving God. So for those of you that are not saved and that understand salvation and know that your life is not pleasing in God's eyesight, God is not playing. He's winding up, you know, time is winding up, getting uh, things in order, glory to God. And if you're called to serve God, believe you me, he will absolutely put something in your life that will cause you to serve him. And you do not want to do that. You do not want to have God bring something into your life. Thank you, Jesus that will make you serve him, that will make you give up the life that you're living and give your life over to God. And just as a footnote, living for God is so much more better than living for the devil. Much, much better. More peace, more joy. Glory to God. Thank you. Just great things. Hallelujah. I'm going to go ahead and move on forward in the things of God, which I have been all, uh, excuse me, how long have I been on here? Before what, 30 minutes, I guess. Uh, the power and the love of God. Hold on to my mic. Make sure you all can hear me. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, the calling number, 646 646-649-1068. 
I'm requesting the prayers of the righteous, those that get a, can get a prayer through. Keep me in prayer. God is absolutely working on me, and I'm glad about it. I'm not sad about it. I'm not angry about it. I'm not discouraged. I'm not despondent, and I am not dismayed. I am absolutely encouraged about it. I am so glad. Like I was saying earlier, like, you know, the last shall be first, and um, God is, he'll renew you, and he'll cleanse you, and he'll make you over, and things of that nature. I was sharing with someone the other day, a few days ago, on how I'm still under construction. And uh, when I said that, God deals with me in visions and dreams. And as I stated that, God showed me in a vision I was driving, it was during the day, how he, it was a house. He, he envisioned me. I, I saw a house. He showed me a house. And I tell you, nails and boards and stuff was flying just everywhere. Glory to God when I spoke to that person and shared with them that I'm under construction, you know. And it wasn't like I was making apologies or anything for anything that I said or done. Because, you know, if you say something or you do something, you repent. You don't make an apology for it. You don't, I mean, you know, you apologize, but you don't make a, uh, what's the word, an excuse. We don't excuse, you know, things that we do that God is not pleased with. We repent to God. And then if we've offended our brother or sister, we leave our gift at the altar and go to them alone and ask them for forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. So we don't make excuses. And when I was sharing it, uh, I'm under construction. And when I said that, the vision just flashed before my face. A house. God is building my house. Glory to God for the Holy Ghost. And for him, for the Holy Ghost to continue to dwell in, in holiness and strength and power and authority, glory to God. But as I was under construction, oh, my gosh, nails was flying, boards was flying, hammers was being nailed. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, God, I thank you. God is such a good God. Excuse me. He is an awesome, awesome God. And he just loves us so much that he continues to shape us and reshape us and uh, remold us and renew us. And, you know, he just does great things. Thank you, Jesus. And one thing that I constantly pray, one of my prayers are that I don't pick up the ways of the people. I pray you can hear him. Hang on one second. Thanks and listening to the audience. I need to get a a simple one. Uh, it's ragweed here in Texas, and it is, oof, it's bad. It's just bad. Um, the word tells us to not pick up the ways of the people, and that's a prayer that I constantly pray, and that's a word for someone, glory to God. I may not be in the state of Texas. You may be out of state somewhere, and you're listening or will tune in to listen. The Bible tells us to not pick up the ways of the people. We don't want to do that. Our ways should be the ways of God and not the ways of men, not the ways of people. There again. The call-in number is 646 Okay, let's go forward into the Word of God. This morning or afternoon, I'm going to be teaching on how prayer changes things. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, the NIV states, 
Rejoice always. Pray continually, all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So we'll all rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. No matter what's going on, glory to God. Thanks in your life. Hallelujah. Rejoice always because God is still on the throne. And he sits up high and he looks down low and he sees and knows all things. He is an all uh he, he is an all knowing God. Thank you, Jesus. Ever hearing. God never sleeps, never sleeps. God sees, knows, and hears everything. So we're to rejoice if you're on God's side because it all works together. A L L, not some of it. Most of it, not half of it, all of it works together for our good. And then First Thessalonians said, pray continually. We're to continually pray and watch. And that's a prayer that I've been praying and talking to God about, as well as myself, Danielle. Pray and watch always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, saints. And all that we go through, we are to give thanks in it all. Not some of it, not most of it, but all of it. Why? Because this is God's will, us in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's where we, that's where we are wanting to be, the saints, is in Christ Jesus. We don't want to be in ourselves. We don't want to be in some other other person's ways. You know, I was speaking to um, a young man, and I'm putting together a program for young girls, cute with a cause, and pretty with a purpose uh, for a girls' society, Incorporated, here in our city. And I, I was talking with a young man that's over the uh, location, the venue. Um, that's putting that has the authority to get. He's already given me the authority for the day. We just got to continue to solidify it. And he was sharing with me how his wife works for a juvenile center here in the city that I reside in, and it's for girls. And how these juvenile girls are like ten to fifteen years old, and how they're trying to emulate and be like you know one of the uh, dance girls on a video. Um, you know, trying to be like someone else that they're not, glory to God. But we are to be who Christ, we are to be in Christ, not in ourselves, not in a basketball player for, for men, not in the housewives of Atlanta, glory to God, not in them, thank you, Jesus, not in our own ways, not in our mother's ways, the way our mother was or the way our sister is or was, not in the ways of our brother, not in the ways of our husband, but in Christ. This is the will of God for us in Christ. So rejoice means to feel or show great joy or delight. And First Thessalonians tells us to rejoice. That is to feel or show a great joy or delight. Continually, says pray continually, continually, repeated, frequently, in the same way, regularly, regularly. So for those of us that speak in tongues in the same way, that we use our spiritual language, we use our tongues, glory to God, to talk to to God, to let God know what's going on. 
within our tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, those of you that can pray and get a prayer through, I pray that you be in prayer with me at this time that I'm on the show. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Let's just take a moment to pray. Father God, in thy son Jesus' name, Lord, I come to you in praise and thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you, God, for yet another day. God, I thank you for awakening me this morning, God, and starting me on my way. Now, Father God, I ask you, Lord, that you have your way, God, this morning, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, on this radio show, God. This is a show, God, that you have told me to do, Lord, Father God, and I'm stepping out, walking in it, God. In Jesus' name, God, none of me, Lord God, and all of you. In the name of Jesus, God, anointing, God, power, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, God, let your anointing, God, rest upon me, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. The Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. Get thee behind me. You are an offense to me. You have no lot and no part in this matter. In the name of Jesus, God, have your way, God, on this radio show right now, God, today, God, today, God, today, Lord God, and this moment, God, as I teach on prayer, God, in Jesus' name, God, not my way, God, not my understanding, God, your anointing, God, your Holy Ghost, God, your way, God, in Jesus' name, I cast out everything that's not like you, in the name of Jesus, and I put it under my feet where it belongs, in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're talking how prayer changes things, okay? First uh, Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I've already defined rejoice, and I'll say it again. Feel or show great joy or delight always. We're going to pray continually, and continually is repeated frequently in the same way, regularly. We need to be praying all day, actually, with the way the world is going and the way things are happening now in the world. We need to be praying always. First Thessalonians says, give thanks. In all circumstances, and circumstances, a fact or condition connected with are relevant to an event or action. So a circumstance is a condition or a fact that's connected with or relevant to an event or action. So what is the event? Or what is the action? It's something that may be going on in your life that's, that you feel is not pleasing. But all things work together for our good. For prior it says, give thanks in all circumstances, in all events, in all actions that are taking place in our life. Why? Because this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. This is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus, in the ways of God, in the things of Christ Jesus. Okay. <clears throat> Let me move on. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, the NIV states, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends 
all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. I'm going to read that again. This is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It's the NIV version. And I have stated and will always state, I will continue to say, if there is a version that you understand other than the King James Version, and it does not take away from the content of the men of old that were writing the scriptures, by all means, read that uh, particular verse or version of the word of God. The Bible says in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, the NIV, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let us present our request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Okay, therefore, with me being a teacher, let me go ahead and expound on these words and give you defining definitions of what some of these words are saying. Anxious is experiencing worry, unease, or nervousness. And Philippians 4, 6, and 7 tells us to do not be anxious, meaning don't worry, don't be uneasy, don't be nervous, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, okay? So the Word of God tells us, therefore, to not be anxious about anything. That's what the Word says, to not be not worried to not be uh, uneasy or nervous, but in every situation, okay, and and not being anxious and not worrying or not being nervous about a circum uh, about um about anything with an uncertain outcome. We know that when we put our trust in God, that our outcome is going to be yay yay and amen, hallelujah. Excuse me, that's how our outcome is going to be. But in every situation, and situation is a set of circumstances in which one finds oneself, a state of affairs. Okay, and I believe I gave you a definition of situation. Let me read that again. A set of circumstances. That's what I gave you a definition on. Circumstances is a fact or condition connected with are relevant to an event or action. So situation is a set of events or actions in which one finds oneself. It's a state of affairs. It's a state of things that are going on, okay? And um, Philippians says, uh, for us not to be anxious about anything, but in every event, in every situation, in every affair, by prayer and petition, and petition is makes a present, a formal request to an authority, which is God, with and the particular cause is whatever is going on in our life, whatever event, whatever situation, whatever action, that's the particular cause, and we're going to make our petition known unto God. It makes a present or formal request to an authority, okay? And that's by prayer and petition, 
with thanksgiving, now we all understand thanksgiving, giving thanks unto God, presenting our request to God. And this is for the saints, okay? Presenting our request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends, transcends means to be or go beyond the range or limit of suppress or exceed. Transcends. It goes beyond the range or limit of being suppressed. Transcends our understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. But in every situation, so we're not going to be anxious about anything, no thing, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, okay, and we understand position, is to make a formal request to God with thanksgiving, we're going to present our request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends, goes beyond our limits, our understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Okay? I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So when we pray and petition, that's why we don't be anxious for anything. That's why we don't care. You know, I hear so many times, and I absolutely understand taking, you know, being careful. I got that. When you cross the street, you look both ways. You be careful when you cross the street. You don't just run out there, you know, bam, here I come out across the street. You're careful. You look to the left, then you look to the right, and then you cross the street. Understand that. However, the Bible tells us to care for no thing, but in all things. Let me get that scripture to make sure that I'm quoting it right. In all things, and this is the same scripture, in um, all things, give uh, thanks unto God. In all things, let's say, give thanks. And I'm going to read out of the King James Version. Um, bear with me. Okay, let's see. Philippians. Let's go to Philippians. And let's read it in the King James Version, P-H-I. I pray that something that I am saying, the words, not something, but the word of God that I am ministering to the life is actually bringing life and a change. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Rearranging, renewing, growing, developing. Hallelujah. What God wants you to be. Not what you want to be, but what God wants you to be. Okay. Philippians 4 and 6 says, be careful for no things. And this is the same thing that the NIV version were saying. NIV version was saying. This is the King James Version. This is the version I, I came up in, I grew up in. Glory to God. But there again, if you don't understand that these are the thousands, don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up about it. You know, go to the version after you pray about it and God releases you to go to the version that he has for you to read and to understand his word in. That is absolutely doable. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication 
with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Now let's go to verse 7. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Okay. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Let me put my little dash there. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That comes from us um, in everything. We're going to give prayer and supplication or our petition with thanksgiving. Supplication, supplication, supplication. Yes, prayer and petition. Supplication is a request unto God with thanksgiving. We're going to let our request be made known unto God. And he's going to give us peace. And the peace of God, which will pass all understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There again, it's all in Christ Jesus. It is not in us. It is not in our mother. It is not in our brother. It is not in our sister. It is not in our Father, glory to God. It is not in our preacher. It is not in our pastor. It is not in our minister. It is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. 1 John 5 and 14. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, this is prayer, God hears us. This is the confidence that we have when we approach God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. This, uh, I'm speaking here in prayer. Glory to God. Prayer changes things. Hallelujah. And we know that we have the confidence in God that if we approach him and we ask anything concerning God's will, that he hears us and he'll absolutely perform it for us. Confidence, a feeling of trust in something or someone, which is God. Trust. Certainty based on past experiences. And there again, you know, looking at the things that God has brought you through and the things that God has done for you, um, we have that confidence in God. We have that trust in God. Hallelujah, that he's going to hear us, that he does hear us. Hallelujah. And he answers our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. 11 and 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That's for the saints, okay? This word is for the saints of God. This is not for those of you that need a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're not serving God, and if you're not giving your life over to God, you must first be born again. You must first give your life to God. You must first confess Romans 10 and 9. Thank you, Jesus. Go, you must first go to church on Sunday and sit up under the word of God and let God wash you. Let the word of God cleanse you and renew your thoughts and your mind and your heart, glory to God, and the way you do things and the way you think. Thank you, Jesus. This is for the saints of God. Therefore, I tell you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, saints, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Believe is accept as true to take to be true. Believe that you have received it. When, I, when we ask God in prayer, trust, 
is a constant with fact or reality, not false. Therefore, I tell you, whether you whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So believe is accept as true, take to be true. And then true means a constant with fact or reality. And we know what constant with fact or reality is that God always hears our prayer. He always answers our prayer. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's a loving God. He's a caring God. Now, God also is a God of wrath. You know, that's what people say all the time about God. He's a good God. He's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. Yes, he absolutely is. However, the scripture tells us that it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. Let me find that for you. For those of you that feel like God is giving you the green light and the okay to do and feel and think and say whatever you want to. No, he's not. Um, let's see here. It is. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. So if God is angry with you because you're not doing the things of God and, you know, your mind, your thoughts are not right toward his people or toward the people, God is not pleased with you. God is angry with you. Hebrews 10 and 31 says, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Okay, not an angry God, but the living God. That's even worse, to fall into the hands of a living God. And we know that God yet lives. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a God that lives and ever progresses forward. Hebrews 10 and 31 states, hallelujah, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. If you're not living your life according to God, if you're not serving your God, your, if you're not serving God according to his ways, it is a fearful thing to fall into his hands, as I shared earlier with you. God can and will do a thing to get in contact with you that you may serve God. Now, I'm not going to quote no specific things, but I have seen and I have heard and I have experienced the living God, hallelujah, when he has a calling and he has chosen his people for such a time as this. And if he has a calling on your life, and you know God has a calling on your life, I don't care who else in your family is not doing what God is calling you to do. You do what God is calling you, and I promise you, God will protect you, provide for you, bring you up, bring you out, glory to God. God will glorify you. You will live the best life that you've ever lived when you give your life to God. I don't care if your mother's not doing it. I don't care if your sister's not doing it. You are not living your life for your family. You are living your life for God that you may live again. Truly, there is a hell and there is a heaven. And you decide with the way you live now on where you'll end up when God calls you on that day. You decide that, not your mother. When you stand before Jesus Christ, your mother will not be standing with you. 
your family, your sister, your brother, your nieces, your, you will stand alone before God. Glory to God. And you want God to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the peace and the rest of God. You want to be on those streets of gold that I shared with you earlier that God gave me the vision of when I was praising God. God, he, I mean, it just flashed before me. The streets paved with gold. That's where you want to be. You don't want to end up in hell where there's gnashing and weeping. Glory to God. Hell is not a place for God's people. Thank you, Jesus. And no matter who don't go, who don't want to go, who claim they're going and ain't really going, and you know God is dealing with you, you best better be on your way with God. Because he has a far better life for you. He has a far better plan for you. He has a far better place for you to be. Glory to God. I thank God. I, God is such a good God. He, God is just so good. He knows who his people are. And he's called us to great places, great places. Glory to God. None of God's people are least or are, 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 are less or are left out. God does not leave his people out. Glory to God. We are called. We are royal priesthood, holy nation. We are peculiar people. Do you know being called by God and being chosen by God is one of the highest callings a person could have? We are higher called than the president. Don't you know that the president had to go? And this is just Sister Danielle. This is who I am. I cannot be anybody else. I do not want to be like anybody else. I thank God for how God has created me, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. I thank God for who I am, for my voice, the tone of my voice, the sound of my voice. I pray constantly and lay hands that my voice minister grace and and, and authority and power and deliverance and cleansing, you know, through my voice. That God uses my voice. Glory to God. I'm glad about it. I'm not sad. I'm not ashamed. I'm not going to apologize. I appreciate God for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Presidents. Thank you, Jesus. Entertainers. Hallelujah. Go to women and men of God for prayer, uh, petition, for help. Glory to God, seeking God's faith, helping them get a prayer through. Being called by God is the highest calling a person could have. I, I recall when I wanted to be a teacher, a secular teacher, I had that yearning and that desire that God put in my heart way back as a young girl, riding the bus line as a young girl um, in, where, in Indiana where I was born and raised. And I had a desire to be a secular school teacher. And I did fulfill that. I was a Sunday um, a assistant teacher uh, for first grade. I, I was a teacher uh, assistant teacher, teacher's assistant, and I was also a substitute teacher. So God allowed those things to come to fruition. However, when God called me and chose me to be a Sunday school teacher, now I know this sounds elementary to the world, and I am absolutely glad because the things of the world, the things that the world calls base. God calls to be great and wonderful and mighty things. So I'm absolutely glad. The Bible says, woe unto the man that the world speaks well of. So I may sound a little elementary to the world. That's A-OK -okay with me. I'm right where I'm supposed to be with God. 
Thank you, Jesus. When God called me to be a Sunday school teacher, and I started teaching the Midlers the things of God and the Word of God, and uh, he gave me an awesome uh, teaching one day on how to teach the the, uh, Midlers how to use the concordance you know, how to go in and and find scriptures through the concordance. And you talk about the anointing and the power of God being upon that teaching, uh, particular teaching moment, uh, day. It was just so awesome. And then as I went on my journey in God and living life and, you know, living for God and living in everyday life, God revealed to me being a Sunday school teacher and being a teacher of the word of God is the highest calling as a teacher anybody could be being on god's side and ministering the word of god is the highest calling now i am not talking down or against our secular teachers we absolutely need y'all i pray for you all i pray the blessings i pray god cover and protect you no weapons come in your school that the kids are are uh, susceptible to what you're teaching they're learning they're understanding glory to god they're cooperating thank you jesus yes we need secular teachers i was a secular teacher in first grade I was a teacher, a substitute teacher in junior high. Glory to God. We need our teachers. I am not negating that. However, being on both sides, having the experience of being a secular teacher and being a teacher for God, there's a difference. There's an absolute difference. The teaching now that God has me in doing and has his people that teach God's word, Um, It's changing the lives and causing you, those of you that are not saved and need to get in God, get your place in God. We're teaching life to you that you not die and go to hell. You know, we're teaching an everlasting um, uh, life unto you. Um, Being a teacher, a minister, a carrier of the word of God, for me, this is my this is my teaching. It's the highest calling someone could have. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm just thinking, you know, just kind of reminded clearly that the president doesn't call on a secular teacher. An entertainer like Michael Jackson, when he was in Michael Jackson, when he was in uh, that trouble, he didn't call on a secular teacher. He, they called on the spiritual leaders that God has put in position. I am honored to be called as a teacher of the word of God and to be ministering the word on behalf of God to those of you that will come into God, those of you that are already in God. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for that. That's the highest calling. God revealed that to me. I I truly believe that that is revelation knowledge from God to me to minister to those of us that teach the word of God that may not feel like any change is taking place or anybody is hearing you or anybody is receiving you. Glory to God. Know that K-N-O-W, that you are called and chosen by God, the highest calling that one could ever have is to teach the word of God and that you are absolutely inequivocably 
changing the lives of people. You may not see it. One water, one plant. But it's God that gives the increase, okay? So we may not see the increase taking place in the hearts and the minds of God's people, but God knows it. God is doing it. God is doing the increase. We're planting the word of God. We're watering the word of God. And then God is going to give the increase and grow that person. This is a word for someone that's teaching, preaching, ministering the word of God, standing before God's people on television, on radio, glory to God, in your pulpit. And you don't see a change within your congregation. You don't see a change within the people that you're ministering to. Keep ministering. Keep preaching the word of God. Keep teaching the word of God. It is God that brings the increase. It is God that makes the change. I remember, glory to God, so vividly, I read a passage out of um, uh, The Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. (laughs) And she said that the Savior of the world, that position is already taken, okay? That position is Jesus Christ. So for those of us, that we're trying, and I was like right there at that time. That word was so uh, life to me and, and so edible for me at that time. She had said in her word, in her book, and I know she experienced it herself, there's no way she could have wrote it, and that the life that was attached to it leaped ages into my heart. The hero or the person that saves the world the savior of the world, I don't know exactly how she put it. I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing it. The world savior, that position is already taken, and that's Jesus, okay? Therefore, those of us that minister, teach, and preach the word of God, all we have to do is what God is calling us to do, being led by the spirit of God, allowing the Holy Ghost to lead and to guide us into all truth. Glory to God, and God will do the rest. Um, I remember I'm kind of hoarse because of the ragweed that's here prevalent in the state of Texas. And they said, oh, my God, it's going to be going on for like two more months. Saints, pray for Sister Danielle. Thank you, Jesus. It's just not good. Um, I remember Sunday when I went to service, the uh, minister, the pastor said how um, we're stewards. You know, we're just stewards for the Lord. We're not, um, we don't have ownership of anybody. Um, You know, um, all we do is, not all, but what we're responsible for is what God has called us to do, and that's it. You know, we, we can't change anybody. We can't, when I say change anybody, we can't make anybody change. All we can do is give what God has given us, be a steward. Be a good steward over the things that God has given us to do, and God will do the rest, and God will be pleased with us. Um, um, I feel my help um, subsiding. I feel the Holy Ghost has done what he wanted to do. There is another scripture in Jeremiah 29 on prayer changing things. Jeremiah 29, 12 and 13. Now, this is the King James Version. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. 
and ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all of your heart. Hallelujah. Seek is an attempt to find something. So what we're doing, we're, we're finding God. We're making our attempt to find God, find the ways of God, find the heart of God, find the mind of God. We're seeking to find God, an attempt to find something, and an attempt or desire to obtain or achieve something, ask for something from someone. Attempt or desire to obtain or achieve, to obtain the ways of God, to obtain the will of God, to obtain the place in God. That's why we're seeking God. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, all of God's righteousness, and he's going to add everything to us that we need. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So our attempt or our desire to obtain or achieve something is God's will, God's way. Glory to God. Ask for something from someone. Ask for the will and the way of God. Ask the Holy Ghost to lead and to guide us into all truth. To search. Try to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully and thoroughly. An act of searching for someone or something. Jeremiah 29, 12 and 1 says, Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. Okay, and the latter part says, And and we shall seek God, and we shall find him, and and we shall search for God with all of our heart. Okay? Now there again, search means to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully, thoroughly, an act of searching for something or someone. Uh, So when we're seeking carefully to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully, to find the word of God, what is the word saying? In his word, when we're reading his word, glory to God, when we're seeking and looking, searching for something, in the word of God carefully, um, reading and searching for what, what the understanding of the word is. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I need the prayers of the righteous. For I know they avail as much. I just thank God so much for what he's doing in my life. I'm, I'm absolutely like the joy of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am not, I'm not upset. I'm not angry. I'm not despondent. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God so much for all things, for all things work together for my good. It's all for my making. Thanks to God. Excuse me. And those of you that have come from a place and God is taking to a place, I know you absolutely understand, you know, what God, you may not understand what God is doing, but you understand how God does it. And I'm just grateful to God. So search is to try to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully and thoroughly, seeking carefully in the word of God and thoroughly on what the word of God is saying at that particular time for your situation or your circumstance. But when you pray, this is Matthew 6 and 6, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. 
then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward us. But when you ask, you must believe, not doubting, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Glory to God. We don't doubt God. We stand firm. When we've done all to do, all that we know to do to stand, we stand, therefore, on the word of God. Hallelujah. We don't doubt God's word. No, 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 no. There is no doubt in God's word. It is all yea, yea, and amen. There is no nay in the word of God. It is all yea, yea, and amen. And that's scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 1. I tell you, that's just a wonderful, beautiful scripture. I want to read it again. Jeremiah 29, 12 and 1. This is God talking to Jeremiah. And um, God had kind of likened me to Jeremiah, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost likened me to Jeremiah. Because I cry, I, I cry easily. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, you got to give me another way to show gratitude and thankfulness unto you. Lord, give me another way. <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to always be crying. Lord, thank you, Jesus. He hasn't done it. Therefore, I will continue to cry when I'm grateful like I did earlier today on my show. Um, and then Jeremiah being the weeping prophet is what they called him. And the Holy Ghost um, 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 correlated me with Jeremiah, as well as Joseph also. Um, he's also, um, what's the word? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I repeat that spirit in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. He's also um, uh, not quickened, but uh, correlated me with Joseph as well. And that's an honor. That's an honor. I know that I am not the only one, the only saint, the only minister, the only pastor, the only teacher in God that God has not shown you a liking to in his word. Um, that's, that's pretty good. That's a high calling. Glory to God. Now, you don't want to be likened to uh, Nebuchadnezzar. You don't want God to liken you to Jezebel for those women of you that, no, that's not a good liking. And if God is doing that, then it's time for you to allow God to wash you, renew you, and change you in the word of God. It's time for you to start seeking God, seeking God's ways. He can clean you up. He can change you. He can make you look like, you know, a holy woman and a woman of God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Jeremiah 29, 12 and uh, 13. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all of our strength. God said that we're going to find him. We're going to seek him. We're going to find him. When we search for him with all of our heart. I'm going to end the show now. From Jeremiah 29, 12, and 13. That's the King James Version. I am so honored to be chosen by God to minister word to you today on Word Wednesday. I usually teach on Teaching Tuesday. I had some things go on yesterday. Glory to God. You know, um... The way you go through things that happen in your life shows the strength that you have in God. There's a scripture that says, um, when things come your way, 
and you're so small. Let me find that scripture. We don't we don't we don't want our strength to be small. We we uh we are strong saints in the word of God. Let's see. Small strength. Where is that? S M A S T R E N G Small Strength uh, King James Version. How you go through determines how you're going to come out. Okay? Therefore, if you go through murmuring and complaining and upset or not doing anything, that's how you're going to come out, murmuring and complaining and not doing anything. But if you go through with the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, that's how you're going to come out. With the joy of the Lord and strength. Hallelujah. Proverbs 24 and 10 says, If thou faint in the day of adversary, thy strength is small. But if we put our strength, our ways, our minds, our hearts, our thoughts in God, not in ourselves, we'll be strong. And we'll do exploits. Thank you, Jesus. That's why we don't put, that's why our strength and our power is not in our mother. It's not in our sisters, not in our brothers, not in our pastors, not in our teachers. Hallelujah. Our strength and our power is in God and in the word of God. God, I thank you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Proverbs 24 and 10. I'm going to say it again. If, if you faint, so it's saying that you may not do that. That's an if. That That's for those that just might do it, okay? But saints, we ain't going to faint in the day of our adversary. We're going to trust in God. We're going to praise our way through it. We're going to pray our way through it. We're going to read our word through it. We're going to know that all things work together for our good. We're going to know that this has come to pass. That trouble don't last always. We're going to know that because our strength is not of ourselves. It's of God. If thou faint in the day of adversary, thy strength is small. And the saints, we do not have small strength, okay? Because we trust in God. We trust in God's word. We trust in the Holy Ghost. That's for those of us that are filled with the Holy Ghost for the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, then I admonish you to get quickly to somebody's church. You ain't got to go to the – actually, you don't have to go to church. I, You know, you can receive the Holy Ghost wheresoever you may be as long – you know, reach out to God, clean your heart, give everything over to God, give it all over to God. I got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost at a tent meeting, and there was like sawdust or dust or something, and I was – Folded up chairs and had the big old tent, you know, back in the day, glory to God, in 1985, we had tent revivals. My God, powerful. Woo! I mean, the Holy Ghost, the power of God was moving. I got filled with the Holy Ghost under a tent. I wasn't even at a church. I was outside. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! God is so good. So he can fill you with the Holy Ghost anywhere at any time with a sincere heart. Turn your heart over to God and give all that stuff over to God. God already knows. 
You ain't hiding from God. He already knows what you think, what you're doing, where you've been, when you've been. He already knows all of it. God sits up high, looks down low, sees and knows everything. So for those of you that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, go on and give it over to God. All of it. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. I'm just joyful in Jesus. I tell you, I feel good in God. I absolutely do. Because he's a good God. He's a loving and a kind and a caring God. It is not done yet. It's the power of God. And I am not ashamed of the power of God. Yes, I am a willing vessel. Yes, I am a good steward. I pray, God, that I be a good steward over the things that you put me in charge of. That is one of my prayers. Thank you, Jesus. No. Therefore, make yourself available to God. God will make himself available to you. Thank you, Jesus. Like I reached out and called that young man in Nebraska. I made myself available, and God made himself available to me, able to usher the man into prayer that he had not prayed and cried out to God for a whole year. His wife had passed in 2017, September 16th. This is September 2017th, 20, what day was it, the 26th. She had passed a whole year, and he had not released, you know, his pain and his hurt and his grief for his wife for a whole year. But because we avail ourselves unto God and get in God and get in prayer and get in the word and do what God is calling us to do, God will avail himself, himself unto us. Another thing, too, that's coming to me, what we do for God, God will do for us. We take care of God's kingdom. Saints, this is for the saints, okay? Those of you that are calling on God out of a pure heart, you take care of God's kingdom. God, do what God is calling you to do. You say what God is calling you to say. You go. God, you go where God is telling you to go. You do what God is telling you to do. He will absolutely take care of you. All right, here I go crying again. I'm a witness. I'm a living, true, living witness. God will take care of you. You do what God tells you to do. I don't care what's coming against you. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. I'm going to teach on that. I don't know how soon. I can't say soon, but I will. For God is doing a great thing in my life. Far be it from me. Freely I receive. Freely I give. God is so good. Take care of God's business. Do what God is calling you to do. Do what you feel from the Holy One of Israel. You absolutely take care of the home. He'll make a way where there seems to be no way. He'll give you favor from people you don't even know. He'll give you favor from people you don't even see. On the telephone, overseas, in a whole nother world, communicating a whole nother language. 
God will give you favor both with him and man. Do what God is calling you to do. God, be what God is calling you to be. Not all you can do to stand. Stand therefore. For we don't stand alone. We're standing with God. Jesus said he never leave us nor forsake us. But he will be with us until the ends of the world. To the end. That's Pluto. Well, I ain't going to go there. That's me. <laughs> That's me going to say that. <laughs> oh, God is so good. That is not the Holy Ghost. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know, I just, I thank God. I thank God. He's a good God. Not looking around at my circumstances. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Prayer, 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 prayer changes things. I have that plaque on my wall in my living room. Prayer changes things. And, uh, occasionally I look up and it's just so uh, encouraging to me. Just, just those words, you know, just reading those words. Prayer changes things. Those three words, just such encouragement when I see them in my living room. Glory to God, the plaque. That's another thing. And I'm, I think I might go, I don't know. For those, surround yourself with the word of God, saints. Um, very, very encouraging. Very encouraging. What you want to be, uh, surround yourself with it. I'm reminded, like, when I was, like, how old? Um, I got saved at 25. I guess I was about 26, 27, there and about. And uh, <clears throat> I had cut out of a magazine because I was into fitness, and I'm still into fitness. I still like to look good. I like to feel good. I like my clothes looking good on me, even the more now that I'm serving God. Oh, my God, absolutely even the more. I've always been in fitness. My family were we were athletes. My brother was a football player. Um, I was a cheerleader. My dad coached my uh, brother's football team. I played basketball. You know, my family, we we just, we were athletes. Glory to God. My other brother, the oldest brother, he played football. Thank you, Jesus. My son, uh, he played football. My daughter played volleyball. So, you know, therefore, we were an athletic family. And 25, got saved, 26 or so, I had cut out of a magazine the picture of a, a lady excuse me, that was like really small, you know, and, and she was not the epitome, no, but, you know, she was the size I wanted and everything, and I would follow, um, like, uh, ways uh, from the television on how they would say, you know, put up on your door the measurements and what you did today, and now this was years ago, right, so I'm going off of memory, okay, and the memory of the justice blessed, I got that, okay, so I'm good. So I will put on my wall and on the back of my door, um, excuse me, what they shared, you know, like what you did that day or how much weight you weighed and how much you wanted to weigh and things like that, measurements and stuff like that, to become what you wanted to be, to become, you know, what you saw. And at that time, what I saw, you know, in the magazine was the woman, and she was a small, and I was all, I've always been small, 
I've never really been like a big, big woman to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I thank God for that. And then like I exercise and I'm not going to say like I eat really, really right because I like fried chicken and fried pork chops. I love uh, uh, potato chips. I love French fries. I love bread. Oh, my gosh. But I'm like digressing a lot on bread. I'm coming, you know, I'm kind of keeping bread away from me. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, bread. But um, still kind of keeping it together. I'll be 57. Thanks and listening audience next month, October the 13th. If you guys would like to call in on that day or wish me a happy birthday, please do. It'd be wonderful to hear from you. Um, But those things that you want to be, you know, put them up on your wall, glory to God, to encourage you, hallelujah. Like in front of my uh, computer room, I got all kind of sayings. I got one that's pink and black. Think like a boss. Glory to God, hallelujah. Women? I swear it's women. Well, okay, now that's if God is taking you to that place. God ain't taking you there. Don't you go there yourself. Like I said earlier, be led in God by the Holy Ghost. Okay, not by yourself, not by your husband, not by mother, father, sister, brother, no, no, children, no, by the Holy Ghost. That's who we're led and who we're led by. So on my computer, I've got think like a boss. I've got study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I have to study that. Amen. But we are not of those who shrink back into destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of our souls. Glory to God. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. And the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I have those are those are scriptures in the word. And there's been you know, in my studies I've run across them. Not run, I read across read them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, they've leaped in, into my heart. They brought life to me and I, I um uh print them out and, and put them up in my in my computer room and you know, before me, glory to God, that I may see them and, and read them and run thereby. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Oh my God, make the vision plain that the runner may read it and run thereby. Let me get that scripture, make sure I'm quoting it right. Excuse me. Bear with me. Okay. Write the vision and make it plain. Let's see here. Isn't that good? That's another one I need to put up. Put up. I just have to be myself, listening audience. Write the vision, make it plain. Um I'm reminded of Juanita Bynum. When she first came <laughs> when she first came out, she gave a testimony. You know, she like I remember her. Actually that's how I got here to Texas. I was at my mom's house for lunch break and Bishop Jakes was showing a singles conference. And I mean I'm like, I got to go, I gotta go, I gotta be there. I've never been to Texas, didn't know anybody in Texas or anything. But that singles conference that I saw on television, it was just so much joy in it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've got to be there. Got here, to God be the glory. I was working, you know, all that great stuff. Um, had my hotel, my car, um, what else? The ticket, for everything. God just blessed. I was able to make it. And came to the No More Sheets, Juanita Bynum back in, I came here in, uh, what, 98. 
So it was like 96 or so. And I tell you, it was just such a blessing to my life. Oh, my God. God even blessed me there. Hallelujah. I was coming across the um, the bottom of the, of the state on the bottom. I was sitting on the bottom part of the floor. And I forget the name of the group. I had on a red suit. And uh, God just, you know, I was going to my seat. And uh, my head wasn't down. No, nothing like that. I was all, all was good. Everything was great. And they, out of everybody in the auditorium, they pointed me out and spoke a word into my life and said, like, that woman, God is favor or grace or something. I, I can't, and, you know, I should have wrote it down, okay, but I didn't. But that's okay. So my spirit, thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost has got it. Um, so God back then was bringing me here, doing a great thing. Um and that's how I got here. But Juanita Bynum, she had said, that 90 seconds, she said years ago that when she got on television, she didn't know, like, the etiquette of TV. <laughs> you know, she had never, like, she was growing. She was growing into what God had already preordained for her life and how she didn't know how to do certain things. So there was, like, I think a, a table of water or something, something, and it should have been used for one thing, and <laughs> she used it for something else and she just gave her testimony you know just transparent at that time I was at 67 and I say that to say this I I'm Danielle I am who God has created me to be I'm not trying to be like anybody else I don't want to be like anybody else I like who God has created me to be and everything that pertains to me God shall perfect perfect until the day of Jesus Christ okay Habakkuk two and two and the Lord answered me and said Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. And that's what happens when I read these scriptures. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. When I read that word, I run by that word. I'm able to run by that word when I read it. Glory to God. I got 10 seconds. Hallelujah. Therefore, when God gives you things in the scripture, surround yourself with the scriptures of God. They bring encouragement. They bring hope. They bring deliverance. They bring salvation. They bring peace and joy. Reading those three words, prayer changes things in my living room. It brings joy. Hallelujah. To my heart, to my soul, to my mind. God, he is a good God. Glory to God. And I am thankful to God for the things that he's done upon today. I appreciate you for tuning in. For those of you that will tune in uh, in the days to come, God bless you. Have a blessed, wonderful day today. Um, Let God cover you in his blood, shower you, cleanse you, renew you. Thank you, Jesus. In the word of God, hallelujah. For those of you that are being called to God, thank you, Jesus. Go on and let God bring you on in. Don't just let him call your name, hallelujah, and you act like you don't hear him. Don't do that. If God is calling you to come in to his family, go ahead and let him just bring you on in. I tell you, you won't regret it. You'll ask yourself, oh, my God, why did I wait so long? Lord Jesus, God, I thank you. I don't care who's not going. Because when you stand before God, you're going to stand alone. You will not stand with a family member. You will not stand with a loved one. You will stand by yourself and give an account for the deeds that have been done in your body. Not in your mama's body. Not in your sister's body. Not in your brother's body. Not in your pastor's body. In your body. 
you will give an account for the deeds that are done in your body. All right. To God be the glory for the things he has done. I love you with the love of the Lord. Glory to God. I pray for your children. And God cover and bless your children in the name of Jesus. I bind every pedophile spirit right now in the name of Jesus. God, you said whatsoever I bind on earth is bound in heaven. And I bind pedophile spirits from our young kids, our older kids in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Increase God in our finances, Lord, in Jesus' name. God be glorified in our lives and all that we say and all that we do in Jesus' name. Until next time. Teaching Tuesday, which will be in October, the month of my birthday. Woo! Be blessed to be a blessing. I love you with the love of the Lord. Be encouraged in God. He's still on the throne. God bless you. Bye-bye.